Uh, we're at the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreats uh, Center. It's a brand new, uh, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, uh, the people here are extraordinary. We're just getting warmed up, although I cooled down as well. I was in the, uh, well, we did some saunas already, far infrared saunas, as well as uh, dry and steam saunas. And then cold plunged. Yes, I did. I cold plunged. No, there was no ice in it. So it wasn't super cold, but it was cold enough. I thought I'm not going to do this till later. And I did it this morning three times. So I'm kind of wired a little bit, despite the fact that uh, we flew 12 hours yesterday, all told throughout the day to get here and eventually got here really late. And I think there were like three people that were at, at customs letting us in. They're like, you know, it's after 10 o'clock. I shouldn't be here either. <laughs> so it took us a little extra time to get through and uh, we made it, got a few hours of sleep. And then I uh, actually did yoga this morning, something called, uh, let's see, uh, yin yoga, yin yoga with uh, Tim James. And uh, it was great. I mean, I'm, I'm like feeling very alive for the lack of sleep that I've had. And I'm just uh, honored and, and grateful to be here. So uh, I think this is the sneak preview of the show, Super Don. I was like hard pressed to know what to share everybody. But I guess we can start the show right about now. It's early. Normally, we're at three o'clock Eastern. Uh, noon Pacific. Today, we're at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific for the next couple hours, all the rest of the week, Tuesday through Friday from Colombia in South America. So let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right. This time yesterday, I had uh, not woken up because I never went to sleep and uh, hit the uh, early morning flight from the West Coast all the way to Atlanta to Miami, then to Columbia, Medellin specifically. And late last night, arrived with my kids. And now we're at the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat. And there are a lot of awesome folks here. In, in addition to those who welcomed us here, we'll talk to some of them perhaps uh, this week when we do our broadcast each and every day. Super early. It's the morning show. The Robert Scott Bell Show on 10 a.m. Eastern time, Tuesday through Friday of this week. Uh, well, because I want the rest of the day to just enjoy the amazing healing options that there are. And I've already enjoyed some of them thus far this morning. Uh, I want to check in with my brother. Oh, actually, we have uh, Anna. You want to say hello to everybody? Would you like to be on the show? All right. Well, I didn't expect that I have a guest this early, but uh, Anna Ditchburn, you know, Laban and Anna, uh, they're here already. There she is. Do you want to open the microphone and talk to or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. I'll unmute it. We'll get it out there. Come on in. Sneak in closer to me. We know each other. And let's see. Anna, how are you? Good, good. Well, I'm blessed, actually. How else can I feel being on this beautiful place? Yes, for treat, sure. Mountains of hope. <laughs> it's amazing. And absolutely, uh, this morning, uh, you saw the kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all hit the sauna and the cold plunge and the hot, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yes. I didn't think I would do that till the end of the week because it was just too much. I was like, I'm going to work my way up to it. And I did it. So, Well, the fact that you came here. Mm -hmm is amazing because I know you don't do this stuff. No, so. it's, it's another miracle. And if you want to know how I got here, uh, there's a lot of, uh, let's say, answers to that question. But one of them is Sunday's conversation from last Sunday. 
And you, and and if you missed it with uh, Reverend David Allen Carmichael, it was one of the most important Sunday conversations I've had because I want people to understand, uh, or at least comprehend. Let me just say it that way: why I do what I do because I have a belief system about living in integrity. And and I know that many of you in this audience, probably most of you do, like Anna, you, you find a way to live in integrity, and it's all for us uh, a bit of a struggle to get here sometimes to figure out what it is that we're here to do. Uh, who am I? Those big questions. And and part of the things coming to a healing retreat like this allows you to explore that outside of your environment. But when you find things you have a deep belief in, the question is, do you live in harmony with those things or do you live in conflict with those things? And so my life hasn't been easy and I'm not complaining, but because of my own choices, I chose to live in a certain way and in, in, in alignment with what I believe, which is not always what the mainstream of wherever you want to say believes. And yet uh, I respect those who believe differently to live according to their beliefs as well. And so to get here was to be able to take on the U S state department uh, to, to make sure that they honored the first amendment to the constitution of the United States, which of course recognizes that you have a, a, a right to your own religious beliefs basically. And uh, we, did have this belief and we pushed it and finally they acquiesced and said, yeah, we have to make a religious accommodation for you. So we have passports and we made it down here with the kids. So again, that's the short version, but I'd love for you to watch our Sunday conversation from last Sunday. Mm -hmm. Great, great insights into how this happened. So anyway, Anna, you're, you've been in Colombia for how long now? A month. A month. Have mm -hmm. you liked it? You enjoyed it? You know, the longer we stay here, the more we like here. Yeah. Honestly, uh, when we just arrived, it was a little bit scary because, you know, all these stories about Medellin being mm. the most dangerous Danger, right? city in anymore. the world. Not, not. People are nice. Uh, the weather in Medellin is perfect, like literally perfect. It's so green. Uh, I know, like, we found a very good access to a good water, mm -hmm. uh, clean water, good food as well. I know they grow a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the more we uh, learn about this place, the the more we want to stay longer. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand it. It's beautiful here, and I have hardly seen any. We flew in last night. I'm just seeing the gorgeous hillside we are in and the beautiful grounds of the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat Center. Uh, you're going to be getting some therapy. I think you pinched the nerve, you said, just recently. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you're going to get some back. help for that. I feel better already. Yeah. I did some uh, things yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yes, a massage and meditation. I would nice. feel so much better. Beautiful. And how's your lovely husband Laban doing? He's loving it. Yes. He's walking up to the hill right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's enjoying For it. For a view of the Andes that I haven't seen yet, which I'll, I'll do probably later. Uh, but I, you know, I just wanted to check in with you, Anna, to see how you're doing. And um, you have a, a, a still focus on a relationship podcast with Laban or what's transitioning? You guys have do, done so much. I can't keep mm -hmm. up with you. The Purpose Partners for Life. Yes. Uh, our project. It's going. It's going slowly. We already having some people are interested uh, signing up for our four hours challenge mm -hmm. on 15th of December. Uh, but we just we just want to show people that how easy actually is to have this beautiful relationship where you have a similar purpose and you move towards the same goal together and mm -hmm. when you're together it's much easier to achieve those kind of things but you know what i love what you said uh robert you said i make a choice towards my mm -hmm. life towards towards my alignment what i want and 
a choice and you choose is a key word. When you commit to something, like honestly, uh, the right people, the right place, the opportunities are always come the up. miracles occur it's like honestly. you wanted to come here you've made it possible you know <laughs> i didn't know if i wanted to come here i mean it's a lot of work to do this and um you know as we were talking with mike the founder of this place and i'll probably interview him this week as well um it it's hard because you know we have a lot of beliefs thoughts mm -hmm. and and to move from the head to the heart mm -hmm. It takes a lot, especially for people that have been stuck in a state of consciousness for a long time and they they want to break free because often we're motivated by our ailments and illnesses or difficulties mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. Now, it's very easy to point at others and say they're the problem or they're the fault of my thing. But what about everything in life reflecting our state of consciousness? And I've said this about healing as well, that if we really believed in freedom, we wouldn't want to ban modern medicine, even though I'm not a big fan of it for mm -hmm. most things. It would be recognizing that there is a form of medicine that fits the state of consciousness that you're in at every given point in your life or lifetime. And um, in freedom, that means all would be available and none would be mandatory. And yet we have, for instance, the opening story here is about the FDA targeting homeopathy. Once again, it's like homeopathy, humble homeopathy, never hurt anybody. And they want to get rid of it somehow. Uh, the FDA's Alliance for Natural Health is reporting, and we have this linked up in the show notes today, homeopathic broadside. Now, when you were growing up in Russia, did you know of anything called homeopathy? Was that there? Do you remember? Uh, you know, it wasn't the uh, actual homeopathy. It's just that our grandmothers knew some things. Herbal medicine, natural, herbal, yes. like light treatment, mm -hmm. blue light treatment. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there was tribal natural. knowledge going back mm -hmm. in time, but homeopathy as a specific form of medicine emerged in the late 18th and early 19th century, became a mainstay of medicine around the world. In fact, in the United States, most every medical school you went to in the late uh, 19th century to early 20th was homeopathic. There were naturopaths as well. Uh, but this is uh, something I didn't know about until I was 24 mm -hmm. because I was raised medically, pharmaceutically. And it was amazing how much they uh, erased history to rewrite it so that we wouldn't know what preceded it, like what your grandma knew. Mm -hmm. They don't want us to know that because then we might use it and not mm -hmm. need what they use. So, again, it, the monopoly system, medical or otherwise, is not rooted in freedom. It's rooted in, in forms of tyranny and control mm -hmm. and deception and all of that. So what we're seeing here was that with the FDA launching a broadside against homeopathy, going back to the Flexner report of 1910, they're sending all kinds of warning letters to companies that are not in any way harming anybody. There are no complaints of harm or anything, but it really tells you the state of consciousness of those who are promoting allopathic medicine to the exclusion of all else, right? It has a place modern medicine. All medicines have a place to fit the state of consciousness of the people in need. And in fact, when you break an arm and, and that arm, you know, is hanging by a thread, mm -hmm. you want an allopath, not a homeopath. Although as a homeopath, I'm still going to use Arnica and all the mm -hmm. other things, but uh, you know, you really got to put Humpty Dumpty back together again at that point. But what state of consciousness requires a monopoly? One that operates in fear, one that operates in abject terror that somebody might not need what you are providing as opposed to providing something of service that somebody desires and needs because they choose to mm -hmm. as opposed to being forced to what a novel concept honestly 
Rasbi, as you always say, body can heal itself, mm-hmm. whether it's homeopathy or allopathy, uh, even with a broken arm. Like, honestly, how do you think animals heal themselves in the nature? They don't have it. Mm-hmm. They they have homeopathy. They eat some grass. They do some things. They know what to do. Fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fasting. And it's not perfect, but still, it's not that you won't be able to survive. Right. But secondly, uh, it's not about... Uh, canceling this homeopathy mm-hmm. it's about maybe educating people to to stay healthy from yeah. the very beginning like you do uh, you do boxing nearly every morning uh, you did cold cold plunge you you keep uh, eating healthy and stay fit mm-hmm. so you probably don't need anything <laughs> don't need a lot of remedies but you know look it's life is is life and and we have blind spots all of us and i think mm-hmm. you come to a healing retreat like this to to maybe t- take on those blind spots to actually courageously look at things that you don't want to see mm-hmm. you know as as much as we're all you know we all have great things we all have some things we have some things that that we don't want to face and those things end up manifesting as disease in the body. Mm-hmm. And so you end up with cancer or other things. And, you know, people come here as a last resort. I wish mm-hmm. it was more or less like the natural first resort that we would engage in these kind mm-hmm. of practices, healing retreats. And I don't mean just here in Colombia, but in America too, one day, I'd love mm-hmm. to see health freedom fully engage that we can do these holistic uh, uh, principles and, uh, and apply them regularly. But those of you who haven't checked it out, uh, mountainsofhope.com is where we are. Super Don, can you open up your microphone? I haven't even said hello to you and good morning. It's like ridiculous. It's oh dark 30 where you are. I was I was getting ready to take a nap. What are you talking about? Six, eight, <clears throat> you don't need me right now. Is it, wait, wait. What time is it? 718 in the morning where you are? It is, yeah. Yeah, so we you we were I've I've been up for a couple hours, so it's not like I just rolled out of bed, but yeah. Um, well, the thing is, you you know, when I first told you we were going to do that this that this week would be early, <laughs> you initially rebelled, and I'm like, well, you're up early anyway, and the rest uh, of the was, day is going to be cake. Um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, but anyway, so the job was done. Mm-hmm. The whole day is still. Oh, yeah, I won't. I, I won't know what to do with myself. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be kind of strange, but I'll find something to do. I'll get yeah. ready for tomorrow's show. Honeydews <clears throat> galore. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Ray. I'm just seeing some comments uh, coming through Facebook. Saria, Ke- I can't even, I'm sorry, I can't see that last name, but Saria, good morning. Divinity exists. Yes, it does. Uh, I don't know if we have anybody in our, our uh, homemade chat room at robertscatbell.com. I'll check it out real quick, see. And if there's anybody on Rumble, so far, no comments in the, the chat room at our website, but it's early and there, people are just surprised. Those of you who paid attention, you're actually here this morning. Con- congratulations. <laughs> How cool is that? And I'm telling you, we had a green juice this morning that was just delicious. And and even my kids are indulging in it, uh, which, you know, they're organic kids, but they, they're into organic sugar. So they're going to have to experience what it's like to, you know, <laughs> eat, eat in nature. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. We'll see what happens. But they're excited about it. Uh, my son said, Elijah, you know, of course, he said, Dad, you know, the first thing that I've learned already is I'm going to be breathing deeply this week yeah Yeah. breathing deeply simple simple things that we forget when we're in the midst of our everyday rat race kind of lives in in the west and he's like a shallow breather 
But did you hear what they say? Uh, did they say uh, Ariana and Elijah, they had the best sleep ever? Like Elijah yeah. said, he literally had the the longest and the deepest sleep. And it wasn't long, time. but it was longer than they're oh, used yeah. to. So mm -hmm. they both have trouble sleeping back in back back in the in, in the America that mm -hmm. we're in. We're in South America today. North America is where we are normally. Uh, so yeah, I'm honored and blessed that I could bring the kids. A shout out to, of course, Dr. Brian Ars and your husband Laban, who initially uh, connected us with Tim James in this group. And then uh, Brian Artis lit a fire under my butt to say, "Are you kidding? You're not coming. You're coming." You're, you have to come. And I'm glad we've got Dr. Ed Group and his wife. Uh, Jonathan Otto is here uh, with his wife, I believe. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim Ray from Atlanta, right, mm -hmm. is here. Who else is here? There's like a lot of cool people that are like what we call natural either filmmakers or influencers of some kind or doctors like mm -hmm. art, Dr. Artist, Dr. Group. And uh, I think oh, meet Jana Schmidt is here as well from the, four, from the four docs as well. So. Um, we're gonna meet Bruce Lipton as well. Is Bruce gonna, Lipton gonna be here? Not not here, but no. he's gonna zoom in. Oh, he's gonna yeah. zoom in. That's awesome, yeah. Bruce yeah. Lipton. I didn't know that. That's gonna be amazing. So uh, Anna, again, you're you're um, you're amazing, and I'm so glad. And I know the kids are excited to see you as well. Yes. And do you have any particular goals when you're joining in there other than the pinched nerve and dealing with a healing retreat like this? Absolutely. Uh, you know my story. RSB, but for those who doesn't, uh, my husband and I had uh, 19 consecutive miscarriages collectively, including three ectopic pregnancy. And we've been to so many doctors all over the world, in India, in Australia, in Russia, mm -hmm. in America, <laughs> in Mexico. But I feel like uh, there is missing part of me. And I was, um, I was being called to this retreat. So my intention here is to really go deep in my heart and to see uh, what else can I do to bring this baby, miracle baby in this world. <laughs> so this is my intention. Yeah, and they have here uh, people that are even medical. You know, they, they have all kinds of folks to here to help you. Uh, this is a, an extraordinary uh, place that they've, or space that they've created. And again, I'm just emerging like out of a cocoon into it in a sense. And so I'm just my sense of it. We just had a, a quick meeting this morning. I did uh, uh, yin yoga. I've never done yin yoga. I felt pretty good about it. I mean, I have decent flexibility considering. But, you know, you start wherever you are and movement is life. And mm -hmm. so, folks, if you're not moving, uh, you're not living. Uh, and it's not to say there aren't points or, or what we call rest points in eternity. They exist. And I'm grateful for those when they come. But movement is life. And it was interesting, uh, Mike, who, who founded this place, uh, I think he was talking to Bruce Lipton, he said at mm -hmm. a one, one point. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how, you know, you be in the body or you're out of the body. He's like, I'd rather be out of the body. And then Bruce Lipton says this. Can you taste chocolate when you're out of the body? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, that one thing changed it. Uh -huh. And I've had similar experiences in my life of, uh, you know, on the spiritual journey that I've been on to leave this place, thinking that our goal is to leave, is to be on the mountaintop. Mm -hmm. And I have set, had gotten me many messages over the years that, no, 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 that's quite the opposite. You are here to immerse yourself so fully in this life while you are here with this opportunity. It's a golden spiritual opportunity. Mm -hmm. And go into the valley be there. Now, obviously we want to, I, I want to serve. I want to help people. People know that's my heart. Uh, but at the same time, there are times where you got to take care of yourself as well to indulge and, and go to a place that, that helps you 
so that you can help others if that's what you want to do. And and these opportunities, as I said, if you haven't considered ever doing something like a Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat or maybe establishing one or, you know, we had a weekend, Leslie's in the audience with the RSB Family Union that will become a reunion. It's a place and a space that uh, you come to. It's sort of like it's in this world, but it's separate special place in the moments that you don't normally get while you're doing the normal thing and you've come together and it you know many gifts are given when Mm -hmm. we do this Mm -hmm. when we reach out of our comfort zone and and stretch a bit and that's what i feel is happening here this weekend or this week yeah that's how you lead people showing Mm -hmm. them to take care about about yourself Mm -hmm. and you can't feed from empty cup yeah, you know, fill your yeah. cup. That's right. You have to take care of yourself. First. I got some tea mm-hmm. here of some kind. Lovely tea. We had some ginger tea, <laughs> a green juice. I mean, this has been already. I'm like, it's too healthy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> too healthy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'm buzzing from the the hot cold stuff. Did you do the cold plunge yet? Have you Not tried yet. it? Not yet. Um, I don't know. Super Don, have you ever done a cold plunge? Have you ever done those things where you purposefully, other than the, I remember the ice baths we used to do back in the day. It was the, the you know, the cold plunge thing was something that, that's that, that became a thing right about the time that I was kind of exiting being a gym rat. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I dodged that bullet. You dodged it. Yeah. There are some people that do it and they, they swear by it. I know Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it, it, I listen, that's one of those things I would write on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and put it in my pocket. <laughs> so um, the homeopathic version of it. I yeah. am telling you, Super D, I do not like <clears throat> cold water. I'd rather be hot than cold. That's just me. Some people would rather be cold than hot. I get it. But to jump into that thing, I was not thrilled to do it. But I well, thought maybe by the end of the week, I'll try it. And I did it. And you, Should we share with people uh, what that looked like? Yeah, I guess so. We we this this hey. is thirty seconds enough. Everyone say hi. Muy frío. Muy frío. Oh yeah. Look at you. That's great. Well, well. In Russia, it was like for many, many years, hundreds of years, yeah. uh, when we go to the sauna yeah. uh, with 100 degrees uh, mm-hmm. Celsius and then jump in the fro- snow freezing, or frozen water, frozen water yeah. or snow. Yeah. And it's like uh, every single winter, uh, every week you go and do this. And I wanted to share something quickly mm-hmm. about these cold plunges. My grandfather, and I was born in Sakhalin, where winters are like... Uh, in oh, brutal brutal yeah, yeah in minus uh, 30 which is like maybe minus 30 Fahrenheit yeah. as well he would go for a, for a run uh, nearly every single morning in the shorts mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like topless Exposed to the yeah. uh, the elements and, yeah. yeah during the winter as well wow. during the winter he would just <laughs> That's impressive up. and he would run to the park to the lake and swim in the lake every single morning wow. you know what's happened he was unfortunately an alcoholic, mm. but I feel like these cold plunges saved his life—not saved, but prolonged, prolonged his, his life, life yeah, sure. big time. Because yeah. he had a stroke, and he was still living uh, for a month. Mm-hmm. And and the doctor said his brain died, but his heart was so strong. Wow. His heart was like 
30 years old boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, this is something that's not new. As you point out, there are cultures that have done this for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And I did not like it. Yet at the same time, I I steeled myself, as you saw in that. I was like, can I get out after 30 seconds? I I stayed in for 30 seconds. Look at Laban. Laban's like, Laban's like, can I have a jacket, please? Right. Even Laban is cold at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Jana Schmidt? I can't see from behind, but and anyway, it was a wonderful uh, little plunge. And then they have the hot tub next to it. You don't see, I don't think you'll see it in this shot here, but it, again, we're in the mountainside in the Andes. It's spectacular. And they have a lap pool. That's a saltwater pool. Uh, they have the sauna. They have a workout room. They did yoga and uh, just the, I'm barely here. I'm already feeling better. And considering how little sleep I've had in the last 24 hours or, or more now, 36 hours getting prepared for this. So folks, if, if you can dream it, it can happen. And I don't, I'm not here to tell you how it can happen, but in life, there are a lot of miracles. And I think there are more miracles than we will ever really perceive because we're in a limited human state of consciousness. But what I've learned, and I've said this many times, is that I don't want to be the obstacle to miracles happening. I don't want to be the thing that stops it. I, I may not know what they are, or I may not, you know, very often you, you may say to yourself, I can't, and then fill in the blank. And the most classic one is I can't afford it. And yet, what if God wants us to have these experiences? And you'll come up with all the reasons why it can't happen. You can't do it because of this and that, including the money thing. And I say, well, how do you know that that money is just not waiting to manifest for you in a way that you couldn't have conceived of because, you know, you're coming from a limited human perspective under a rock. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Just be open to the possibilities, humor yourself. You know, some of the, some people say you fake it till you make it. I don't think that's right because I don't think it's faking it. It is altering your belief system to be, believe that you are worthy of the, the greatest gifts. Kind of like what I say about, you know, feeding yourself organic food. Some people say, well, that's an indulgence. It's a luxury. And I like, if you love yourself enough and you recognize as I do that the quality of food going into your body matters, then love yourself enough to give it the best. Many people would rather do that for their cars, you know, put up the highest octane in their cars and, and feed themselves fast food junk. Mm-hmm. Like how do you value that car over you and your body? And I know Super Don, you know, you've been hanging out with me for years and this was a foreign concept initially, but you've 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 come to appreciate this as well. I well yeah, I mean, it wasn't totally foreign, um, mm-hmm. but to the degree uh, that I've learned, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything, really. You know, I knew what I knew what you read in the in the, you know, the exercise magazines and the, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff like that. But, you know, you took yeah. it to the next level. And, you know, the whole idea about organic food. You're right. A lot of people do like, oh, that's a luxury. Um, these are the same people that will tell you there's no difference between organic food and, and just regular food. Right. But the, the thing that it seems like, and this is, this is one of the things I learned from you, mm-hmm. is that it's not that they're going, oh, there's more nutrition in it. Even though that can still kind of be argued a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. not like super significant. It's not so much the nutrition part of organic food. It's the lack of, of pesticides. And GMOs in organic food is what makes the difference. And when you bring that up and you make that case, there's really no argument. So it's, it's not about, I mean, listen, it's about, it'd be the same as putting high octane gas in your body, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're eliminating all the junk, right? In the food that people don't think about. 
Yeah, you don't want gunk up fuel. And, and you know, we get that when it comes to taking care of our cars or our machines, but why this body? Why do we neglect it? And I think part of it is programming because uh, when I started talking about the medical system as a monopoly, even though it has a place, they need us to not care for our bodies or else we don't need them. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need them very little. And that's b- baked in, if you will, to the profit uh, motive, if you if you can call it that, of having a system that has no competition and that is unnecessary, except that it's made necessary by promoting the idea that food quality doesn't matter and that pesticides don't harm you. And you still have skeptics out there uh, that are just arguing that it's just so silly and all you need to do is get vaccinated and eat whatever you want and not exercise. I mean, it's just it, you can't make this stuff up, but they really believe that. Or if they don't believe it, then they're just as phony as, as, as they are toxic. Indeed. So many people do not want to believe in this. Mm. It's very. Doesn't it mean scary. living differently, though? You have to take more responsibility. It's not as easy. Well, and that's of, that's the kicker, right? Yeah. It's all about changing habits, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You know one one billion dollar secret how to change your beliefs? One billion dollars. A billion secret? dollars? Wait, wait, All right. This way. One billion. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? What are you saying? Wow. It's it, it's very simple, but it's so so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, if you know your limiting belief, and you try to uh, use uh, affirmations on yourself, like for example. So many people have a body issue. Body uh, issue. Body, body issue, issue, right? Mm-hmm. Image. Uh, body image issue. Mm-hmm. So every time they look at the uh, mirror, mirror yeah. for example, a woman, she is like, she's looking for some things that she doesn't like. I'm too fat. You know, I'm too old. Um, I'm too ugly. And if you start telling yourself, no, I am beautiful. I am uh, wor- worthy. I am... Mm-hmm. Um, good looking woman you know what's happened your critical mind it's like a filter and protection of your your subconscious beliefs Mm -hmm. it's it's not gonna believe you because what's matter is you in your subconscious and in your subconscious is like i'm not good enough i'm not uh, looking good so the best you can do in this those situations instead of telling yourself no i am beautiful i am worthy I am getting more beautiful and uh, healthier every, every single day. day. Yeah. I am getting healthier. I am getting or I am, or, or, or the, the positive statement, kind of a tweak on that. I am more beautiful every day. I am more. Instead of getting, we're always off in the distance. Mm-hmm. I am more. I am more. I am more. I'm becoming more beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming more yeah. beautiful. Because what's happening, your body will start, your body always follows your mm-hmm. mind. Always. And that's how you start. Ah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I am getting beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this, this is something in terms of us speak it into reality. And, and this doesn't mean an irresponsible way of what we call manifesting. It really is partly the programs that we're running and overriding the programs that other people, you know, infuse into our brains through media or other things. Uh, the idea that, uh, I can kind of co-create. I like that co-create. I don't, I don't think I'm the per ideal creator. I think with God, we create together, but the, the idea of thinking 
big or, or Jeffrey Smith would say, think huge. Thinking big is so last year. Um, and, and Ann Archer Butcher, my friend who wrote in her, in her guidance and, and so many other things, she's been on Sunday conversations and other shows we've done. She would always say this or something greater because we often sell ourselves short because we don't want to believe in the most awesome, greatest, amazing. We were like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go, no, that's too much. Like God can't do it. Right. We have that. So you let it go by saying this or something greater. And so you open, remain open, even if you are not yet able to say, I am beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. You, you leave yourself open to something even better that you can't conceive of just yet. So it's, it's you know, the, these are the kind of things that I'm shaking loose on, uh, today after having my hot and cold plunges. It's like after you do a really good workout, you, your whole, you, and Super Don, you know this from your bodybuilder or whatever mm-hmm. it was you when you used to work out, you just got your whole body is kind of like tingly and just like, it's very relaxed. At the same time, you feel like you've accomplished some things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I hardly it's like already this morning. It's the, first it's the morning. best. It's the best kind of tired you can experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. oh my gosh, this is really cool. We're here. It's morning, and Super Don, you're awake, and and I know you normally are, but you know we're doing this show early for this week, to Tuesday through Friday, uh, and just just again blessed. We may hear from Dr. Brian Artis. We might hear from Dr. Ed Group or others. And I'm just so excited. Uh, Anna is here with me, hanging out. Uh, it was a nice thing. I saw her walking by. They they set up this beautiful little podcast studio. It's a whole room offshoot from where we met earlier this morning. I'm digging the because uh, you notice if I take this off right here, mm-hmm. notice what we have in common. Are we using the same microphones today? They've got road gear. Yeah, that's a road yeah. uh, pod mic, and and it looks like it's the road uh, um, um, mic my, uh, microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The boom and boom as well. Yeah, and I'm doing the. We're all matching Voss, today. I'm doing the Voscaster two, which is a different brand, but it's a Vo- Vocaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm doing that with these microphones that they have. We just plugged it into this. So these are great microphones. Through. They really are. Yeah. I mean, they're they're they they're good. They're very reasonably priced and they're good quality. Nice. <clears throat> well, this is very cool. Well, we had the FDA story. We got Anna. We got oh, life saving cancer therapy may cause cancer. Now, uh, one of the things Mike said, uh, the, again, this is the guy that started this place and so we'll interview him sometime this week. Uh, at the end of his presentation this morning, he said, you know, find some really hardcore cancer patient people mm-hmm. that have hope, that have a reason for living, right? They have a desire to live. And who haven't been compromised yet. Yeah. And bring them here and get them here, have them live mm-hmm. here. He said, you know what, if they can afford it, great. If not, you know, he's like, this guy is, he wants to help to show people what can be done Mm -hmm. by stepping into this kind of lifestyle. And I know that so much of what we've grown up with, uh, and now I speak of mine and Super Don's existence in in the United States has been focused on, you know, work, 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 just to get by, just to pay the bills, just to pay the rent, whatever it is. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, a way to be distracted from the most important things in life. And you're like, well, what's more important than having a roof over your head? Well, I'm not saying abandon that, but there's so much focus on that, uh, that we, we sometimes leave for too long a time from what I call our spiritual reality, that, that ability to get grounded in, in a, in a place that we're too distracted from often because we have so many needs that we have a difficult time meeting. And, you know, I can get into the economics of it, Superdome. We talk about that with the Federal Reserve, destroying the dollar and all of that. But there's always a way. And, and throughout history, even in the worst of times, there are people that 
thrive in those times. And I don't mean by, you know, taking advantage of people who are not, that's not what I'm saying, but in the midst of it, we have a choice to make always. How do we live our lives? Do we live according to the, 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 the most miserable among us, or do we become that? Or do we decide, you know what? I've done misery. I've had enough of that. I don't know that I have to live in that. You know, these are the choices again, coming back to the choices. But that's the most, um, I would say, difficult part for people is to see this bigger picture, mm -hmm. see that they are just part of the system and they are constantly like a hamper in the wheel. Mm -hmm. The same thing. But once you get out of the system, you can see the bigger picture. That's where you, you understand, ah, when I live in alignment, mm -hmm. the money is just like a byproduct of everything, yeah. to be honest. And manifestation of energy, right? Mm -hmm. Made reality. Uh, Siri, Sir, Surya loves your sense of humor, Super Don. Which we I, all do. I, I don't quite understand the Abel AI and Kane AI. Is he, are, are you and I like Kane and Abel or something? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Abel AI, is that our artificial intelligence? Yeah, I, I assume so. Yeah. Plan. Funny. Very cute. Well, Even Abel, it's, it's like she's referring to me as Abel AI or something. I don't know. I don't know what that is. You'll have to explain. I'm I'm intrigued yeah. now. I just like that she likes your humor, which is good. We love. I, I well, thank you, thank you. It's 100 com completely talking unscripted. About, mm -hmm. Yeah, talking about AI, like probably in a couple of years, we even won't be able to say whether you are real and Super Don is real. <laughs> you can record your voices. <laughs> Some people have said that. In fact, I think it's uh, with Charlene Bollinger um, mm -hmm. has accused me of being a hologram. Uh, because she, she hasn't met me in person. I don't travel. I just don't. I've got, I just, uh, this is where I am. So, mm -hmm. um, there are people that, that do, uh, question, uh, my, my reality, but, uh, <laughs> you just have to take my word for it. That's true. All right. Yes. We were talking about cancer briefly. Uh, life-saving cancer therapy may itself cause cancer. This is one of the articles linked up in the show notes today at robertscabell.com. And by the way, you can sign up for our newsletter for free. If you're in, if you can text, I think you can even text from here, I found out. Uh, you can text RSB, my initials, to 66866. That's 66866. And you will be prompted to enter your email address. You can get the newsletter and you become even better, be part of our patron uh, support group. And we do monthly AMAs, Zoom AMAs. Have we set up one for December yet before I get into this cancer thing? Um, did we do that yet? I don't think maybe we didn't. I think we were going to do a Saturday sometime in September. Oh, maybe we I mean, did. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Let All me right. Look. While he's looking, you can check out this <laughs> article from the Daily Mail. It says life saving cancer therapy may itself cause cancer. FDA is warning you, right? You, you want to wait for the FDA to warn you. You're, you're probably not doing all too well right now. The FDA received reports of new cancers in patients receiving something called CAR-T therapy, CAR-T therapy. It said overall benefits from these products, however, outweigh potential risks. That's what they always say to save their bacon, so to speak. Um, read more, new drugs, all right. So what is this CAR-T therapy? I'm not sure what this is. This has a long, <clears throat> a long name. It's called chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy. Hmm. And prescribed immune cells taken from the body and engineered to attack tumors before they're being infused back into the patient's blood. Right. So it's really an innovation that's kind of an offshoot of immunotherapy that people think might be a better uh, way to go. But anytime you're you're kind of messing with the body's intelligence and and thinking that you're smarter than it, if, I I think it's it's ripe for abuse and or misuse, and it might not have the intended outcome. 
Uh, with immune therapy, what I would see is a breakthrough of CAR T therapy. Again, this is not something I've explored deeply, but I will say that um, utilizing homeopathic signatures, coming back to homeopathy, we can take cancerous tumors, we can take material from a cancer tumor or, or a cancerous cell and convert it into a homeopathic form for safe ingestion. They, some do injection of it. That does not in any way alter in terms of a synthetic engineering of anything. It's like still working with the intelligence of creation and it's just communicating energetically to the body, the metabolic imprint. Hey, take care of this, take care of this. And I think it's a little bit different. I, I get the idea of what they're trying to do with these immunotherapies and it might be better than some things, but well, and here's, here's the thing. And I know this is, this is the concern that a lot of people have and continue to have with the MRNA technology. Mm -hmm. um, apparently they had like 19 cases of new cancers that they have been able to link to this CAR T therapy. And what they're concerned wow. about is that the way that the therapy is delivered might be disrupting the cell DNA, uh, which is leading to other cancers, which, you know, whatever. I, I just, it, it's funny. And I don't know about you. And I, I'm sure there are other people that are listening that over the last three years, as we've seen that really it's the three stooges that are running the CDC and the FDA and the government, yeah, they've exposed sure. themselves so much that the idea of let's have a therapy where we're going and we'll mess around with your DNA. You know, you, you kind of look at, at the people that are leading this and you mm -hmm. kind of go, I don't know that I trust these people to go in there and do this stuff because they've shown themselves to be so incompetent in everything else. Look at the, you know, look at the, the train wreck that we just, uh, we just witnessed over the last three years. Mm -hmm. Do you trust this type of technology? I mean, we don't, we don't want to go, Oh, don't have science. We don't want to do anything. We want to live in the stone age. That's not what we're saying. You know, but it's like, come on, you know, it's like when you start getting in there messing with DNA and RNA and all this stuff like that. Do we really know what we're doing when we're doing these types of therapies? I'd be a little bit skeptical myself. Yeah, a lot but skeptical. Now we're on the subject of cancer right now. Of course, here we are at an opportunity place where uh, Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat, where you can get on an organic diet. A lot of the food they have here is grown right here on the grounds. And a lot of programs are designed to help detoxify your body. We talk about the toxic burden manifesting in cancer over time. Mm -hmm. And there are things, even if you're not here at, at like a retreat like this, um, Bob Rioran, who introduced us to all to the uh, Folium PX, the Folium products. I mean, these are powerful botanical substances going back like your grandma would know. We mm -hmm. talk, this is going back to Russia where they identified various parts of the pine tree that they combined in a, a synergistic way to ingest, to bind to ionizing radiation uh, components from, from, you know, I say the natural world, but the artificial world that we've created with nuclear energy or other things with these disasters, heavy metals, other things. And so we have tools like the folium products to, even if you can't get out to something as extraordinary as this, that you can utilize even where you are today. So it's not like we're without hope, so to speak. We can integrate things even within our uh, normal everyday lives. So if you haven't checked out Folium products, check out foliumpx.com. Use the code RSB10 or just let them know, you know, Robert sent you and he, he'll take care of you. Bobri will take care of you. If, you if, if customer service doesn't know, reach out to Bobri. We've done special deals with him and, and, you know, to get special offers for you guys. But it's just something I want you to be reminded of that. You know, I don't know how people perceive what I'm doing here, what we're doing here, Super Don. It's like an extraordinary adventure that I feel so blessed 
like I couldn't normally do something like this, but I was invited, you know, Laban and Anna connected me. And then Brian artist really lit that fire under my way. I said, you got to go find a way. And I could have come up with all the excuses as to why this was not possible. It can't happen. And yet here I am. And I don't know if people perceive this as like, oh, well, now you're living in the lap of luxury or, hey, that's great, Robert. I love that that you're there. And I think it's exciting. And I get to learn something. Maybe I can do that, too. I don't know how it's perceived. But what I'm saying is, however, what I said earlier about your state of consciousness, if it's not in your consciousness to do something extraordinary, like leave the country and come to a healing retreat for whatever reason, you can bring things that can help you wherever you are you know, exercise, cold plunges, mm-hmm. you know, these are things you can do any, anywhere, anytime you can do it. Rocky style. When he went to Russia, remember that Rocky movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the other guy, Drago or whatever, Drago, yeah. he had the high tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And Rocky went back to old school ways. I mean, these are the things that can be done and I do them too. One of, one of the best that. training montages in, in, uh, in, in movie, movie history, history, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> far away from, from the truth. I don't mm. think Russia would have this. <laughs> they didn't have the high tech stuff really, but it was sort of like the, the Hollywood version of but what was, was cool. happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the idea again is to bring to you that which you're ready to receive and to be open for even more perhaps. And, you know, it's a challenge when we look around, uh, if you look into the, the politics of what's happening now in, in the world, much less in the U S and, you know, it's easy to get drawn in and think it's all, horrible we're all doomed it's like do we want to invest solely in that energy it's not to mean that we can't you know dive do a deep dive from time to time and talk about it but i don't want that to be the controlling factor that we're living in that fear and anger and angst i mean this is where you have to turn off the news and do something else or you know as my wife and i would do we'll watch you know a sports thing and you'll think well that's just worthless but it takes us out of that place so that you know we're more open to think things that are i think more happy mm-hmm. uplifting for instance and be more than nature. Yeah. And ground yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I have to run. You got to run. Oh, thank you, Anna, for being here. It was so much fun to have you here. And I, I don't know how they're going to do these appointments. I need to figure that out because there's lots of stuff I want to try. So. They will help you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. Lots of love. See you. Appreciate you. Okay, that's Anna Ditchburn, special guest here, surprise guest on the Robert Scabell Show, live from the mountains of Medellin, the Andes in South America. Uh, I still, it's kind of strange saying that, but uh, here we are. It's really happening. Kind of weird, kind of crazy, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, what, what's, what's the first thing you noticed when you got off the plane and they opened the door and you walked outside and you were in Colombia, South America? What was the what was like the the your first feeling your first uh, thing that you noticed? Well, uh, the first thing I noticed. What do you got here? Oh, my kids are here, and they brought me. They brought fruit from. As you're asking me this question, these from the mountainside. What is this? You brought me an ant too. What is this? What is it? Not with the skin. I'm being handed all kinds of crazy things. Tell me what this is. Well, this is a a, a tangerine or an orange of some kind. What is this? All right. So just eat it. Just, Don't you love that? Yeah, just, just eat it. So, <laughs> so my son grabbed this from a, a tree on the mountainside and then he right. it up and gave me this. Now, is there a seed in it that I'm going to break my tooth on? Okay. It's just textured. Oh my gosh. That's really good. That was a gooseberry. I just ate a gooseberry on. Don't worry about time. the hallucinations. They go away in about 30 minutes. <laughs> no, I know that comes later. I, I'm not going to open this up because it'll spray everywhere. But this looks beautiful. 
How was the view up there? You want to get on the microphone and tell me, Ari? Yeah. So here's my daughter here with me. Are, are you like mad that I brought you to Columbia? I'm so angry. Yeah. Like, I couldn't possibly be treated worse. Than Kids this. these days, no, I'm no, so no gratitude I'm not for anything. <laughs> so, what can you tell? Since Supernon was asking me a question, oh, we got a picture. Can you send oh, that we have to me? So many pictures. And then I can send it to Superdon. Yeah, yes, he can put it on the show. So, can you tell me about what your experience was when we walked out of the plane into Colombia? Of course, it was a long line of. <sighs> That Customs. was not fun. Customs wasn't fun. It took forever to get through that, but we came in later than we thought. You know, I've, I've been on a plane here. a couple, I've been on a plane a couple of times. And I just remember like when we, when, when I went to Hawaii as a kid and you like yeah. walked out the door, it was just like suddenly you got hit and it just, oh. it felt different. You know, it was a different kind yeah. of environment. It was a different kind of an energy. Did you do what, what experience did you have as you walked out the, the door of the plane? Suddenly you're in another continent. What was the experience um, like? I'm a foreigner. You're a foreigner? <laughs> I'm a foreigner. You got to practice your Spanish. Ah, yes. Necesito practicar mi español. So that was good because I have at least somebody in the family that can speak a little bit of the language here. And Hablo español un poco. <laughs> yeah, but you'll get practice here. And that's the yeah. thing. You're out of practice, but you, it'll come back to you fast. But the people have been really nice, very friendly. Although I think one of the ladies as we we're coming past customs called us a gringo. Yes. Right? That wasn't very nice. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I, you know, look, we, we got so other thing other than that. And we opened up our eyes this morning. You guys actually slept, right? You slept mm -hmm. well. You open up your the air better. here is is different. It's clean. It is. I can't explain it, but the energy here is just so refreshing and positive. It's like I can actually breathe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, say hi, mom, because I'm sure she's watching. Hi, mom. I love you. <laughs> so uh, she's now bummed out she didn't come, but uh, well, the opportunity I don't was know. there. I think she's enjoying her alone time. Do you yeah. anticipate, Robert, that you're going to have a don't tell mom moment uh, on this trip, don't do you tell. think? Don't. Oh, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, I promise. Are you sending pictures to Don? Okay. Did you text him? Okay, so it's not as easy. They might be on your text to pictures that, that Elijah sent you. So what was it like on the mountainside? Did you see the Andes Mountains? Did we? Did you? You don't know? I, I don't You're know. in them, so. Mountains. Yeah, you saw mountains. <laughs> and they were pretty, and they were lush and green, and there was like this haze that separated the layers. Oh, so beautiful. Very nice. Cool. And fruit on the mountainside. Love yes, it. and pretty pink flowers. Mm-hmm. So uh, the air, I thought it would be a lot more humid, sticky. It's, it's, you know, we're equatorial, but we're, you know, at five, six, seven thousand feet. I'm not sure. Um, I'm used to living at elevation a lot of the time of the year, so it's not a big deal. But I, I think people are, like I said, thrilled about it. The, 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 what do you know? The camera's right there. Oh, there, there it is. Yeah. It there you oh, see cool. It. Look at that. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. Awesome. Yeah. And it's like, I can winter like this. I, I, I don't mind that. Not bad, huh? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether images are going to come through or not via text message. Yeah, you can send it to askrsb at gmail.com. Yeah. And yeah, then we'll get some I pictures up today. We'll, take, we'll get some more pictures this week up as well. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Yes, we showed the video that you took of me in the cold plunge wanting to get out 30 seconds later. Yes, we showed that already. How many times did you do it? I did three times. Yay, we did two. Wow. Yeah. Even Elijah did it. My son does not like cold, even less than I like cold. And he got in there and did it too. So, 
No. Yeah. You did plunge. It was good. I was impressed. So. All right. So, Ari, I'm glad you're having fun. I'm glad you're here with me. And uh, get out there. Do you find out what appointments you have? That's the next thing you need to do. Go talk to the staff because we have appointments to do things. They're giving us these experiences so we can share with the world what, what it's like to be here and what you can do. So you guys need to find that out or use the WhatsApp thing here. They do a lot of through the WhatsApp app. So. I haven't gotten anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got, uh, in, we, and we can do whatever we want to. We're wide open yeah. for the next two hours. Uh, we've got a homeopathic hit that we could do if you want to do that or you want to hold that till next hour. Um, no, let's do it. Let's do the homeopathic hit of the day. All right. All of the homeopathic hits every day right here on the robert scott bell show yes even in colombia we do homeopathy which they do here south america knows homeopathy as well homeopathic hits today is helleborus and i want to thank trinity school of natural health nutritional frontiers and Polium and everybody that supports the show to make this possible and you can see a little santa hatted helleborus flower that super don helped create with ai i think but uh, what is what did you think helleborus was super don uh, I was worried it was going to be hella boring, but hella boring. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Though it's a cool looking flower, though. I was worried about these homeopathic hits becoming hella boring. You know that I was reluctant <laughs> to do homeopathic hits, and you're like, no, we got to do them. And uh, right. I was wrong. That's an '80s thing. Hella, hella everything. Hella, hella everything. Hella yeah. Yes. Hella bore. Hella bore. Right. So if we got the PDF, and you guys can download this for free. Uh, hey, good morning, Kim. I just see Kim joining us as well on Facebook, watching us there. Uh, Helleborus is a remedy for mental dullness and neurological issues. Don't make any fun of either of us. We're not dull normally. Um, <laughs> these homeopathic hits are not deep dives because we would we, we'd be hours and then it would be dull. But the interesting thing about this is it gives you a little quick hit so you can say, hmm, that, that remedy sounds interesting. Maybe I need to look into that. That could be helping me or someone I know. So Helleborus is a homeopathic remedy used for conditions characterized by mental dullness, lethargy, and certain neurological issues. So let's go into a few of these things. Now, if you want to know about the Helleborus Niger plant, it's also known as the Christmas rose, which is why Super Don animated kind of like a Christmas hat, a Santa hat on that rose. But it has a long history in herbal medicine and in homeopathy. It's used in its, of course, highly diluted form, a uh, form that cannot be uh, toxic to you. And it's often used for mental and neurological conditions. Uh, key characteristics, Helleborus is known for its efficiency in treating conditions with symptoms of a sluggish circulation, dropsy, and a tendency towards fluid retention. It's also indicated in some cases of head injuries or after effects of meningitis. So you can look at other remedies we've talked about for injuries, head or otherwise, and say, hmm, Helleborus might be something to consider there. Now, when we talk about the mental symptoms of this remedy, key mental symptoms include profound dullness confusion and a slow response to questions you might be in shock for instance and helleborus could be a remedy for you patients seem to be in a stupor or have difficulty concentrating you know that's like me when i enter a grocery store that has a million things in it i go into a <laughs> stupor i don't I'm, I'm i'm like i need i need helleborus to get me through it now primary uses once again mental dullness and lethargy particularly effective for treating conditions where there's a significant mental sluggishness or states resembling a stupor neurological issues after effects from head injuries or meningitis where there is a slow cognitive function or fluid retention in the brain so think concussion recovery 
over time. Now, in terms of attenuations or potencies, you could do a 6X, 10X, 12C, 30C, that kind of thing. These are what we call lower potencies for self-help. You can utilize them more frequently and just give your, 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 let your symptoms be your guide and how frequently you need to do that for mental dullness or neurological symptoms that aren't too severe. If you want to go into the medium or high potencies, please consult with a healthcare provider, particularly a homeopath that knows what they're doing to help you. Although, again, I, I know you can self-help too. I'm not against that. I just, you know, have to put this out there for people that are new. And so we look at the complementary remedies. How interesting. Arnica Montana is there. The remedy for injury, shock, pain, swelling, helleborous head injuries, post-traumatic conditions. Arnica could be a great complement. I love that Bryonia Alba uh, is also a great homeopathic remedy for sluggishness and a desire to remain still due to discomfort. Come on in, buddy. We got you coming. I got a surprise guest coming up an hour or two momentarily. Uh, but Bryonia is one of my – what time? Oh, so we better get you in real quick. All right, opium. We are in opium capital. And opium, if you chew on the opium leaves, that's good for uh, high – well, you got to go already. All right. What's, what, how Dr. Artis will join you tomorrow. Okay. Dr. Tomorrow. Artis will join us tomorrow. He's going to come back with some homeopathic hits. Robert Scott Bell, you are a hero to everyone listening at home. We love you. <laughs> I love you, my brother. Yeah, thank you for lighting a fire on my butt to get here with the kids. It's so great. So great. I said yes. I said yes. All right, back to the homeopathic hit. So Dr. Artis has appointments. We're good. I probably have some I don't know about. Uh, but uh, opium is an interesting homeopathic remedy. Now, you think of opium and opium poppies and, you know, how it's turned into some very dangerous things. But in the Andes, in the high altitudes, you go to 10, 12,000 feet or more. It's used for uh, altitude sickness. So you chew on the leaves, you don't get high. It's just like cannabis. You chew on the leaves, you don't get high. You eat it raw, you don't get high. It's a it's a medicine from God. And opium also is a homeopathic, works on the nervous system, can address drowsy stupor and other things. Uh, so that's another adjunct as well. Now, just as we're wrapping up here, white helleborus considered safe in its homeopathic form, advisable not to self prescribed for serious neurological conditions, but if symptoms persist or, or uh, cases of significant mental or neurolog neurological concerns, please consult with your appropriate healthcare provider. And as we conclude this homeopathic hit in hour one, it's a, a valuable homeopathic remedy, Helleborus. And I will add natrum sulfuricum. I'm just going to drop that into the mix if you want for head injuries as well, concussions. But Helleborus, a valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating mental dullness, lethargy, and certain neurological issues. And I, I would encourage you, and I hope you enjoy doing this, tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show for more insightful explorations into homeopathy with our homeopathic hits segment. Remember, this is not to replace your doctor if you want one or have one. It's not to uh, diagnose, treat, you know, cure any of these things, even though, you know, your right birthright is to do that. It's just to provide education information so you can make fully informed decisions about your health and the health of your loved ones. And I hope and pray that you utilize this for that with that purpose and that spirit. So thank you all for being here. We got a lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show. One more hour of broadcasting from Colombia, South America, Medellin in the hills overlooking it in the Andes Mountains at the Mountains of Hope Healing Center. We've got a lot more to do in this second hour, and I know it's early. I thank you for getting up early with me and Super D. This week, the early show is us. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on because the power to heal is yours. Scott Bell Show. Scott Bell Show.
All right. Can we say don't touch that dial? We are really live here early morning of the Robert Scott Bell Show morning show. And I don't know if it's a zoo crew, but my kids were stopping by as well. Uh, my daughter was on giving some insight and hopefully we'll get some more pictures if they're able to send them to Super Don. But we've got uh, four more days in, well, see, three more days in addition to today as far as live broadcast from uh, Medi- outside of Medellin in the Andes Mountains overlooking uh, the beautiful grounds of uh, the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat Center, mountainsofhope.com. We'll be talking more to those that are here as well as some that are, are uh, in, inspired to do this work, to set up a place to come for healing. And uh, for those of you who want to uh, extraordinarily or experience the extraordinary, um, I would say, as I mentioned in the first hour, just be open to the possibility. Start there. Humor yourself to say, you know, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be neat? Wouldn't it be amazing? And start imbuing that with some energy and, uh, you know, a, sen- a sincere desire to, to find it. Now, it may not be this. It might be something else. But just opening up to the possibility in that moment, that brief moment, it, it becomes possible. Whereas you thought it was impossible. And, you know, whether you think it's possible or impossible, you're right. You're correct. You're true. And the question is, what do you want to engage in? What do you want to co-create in your life? And do you want to, uh, you know, wallow in misery? I don't think many of you in this audience do, but there are those that do. Uh, and sometimes they just need a helping hand or a little uh, inspiration or, or a, a, some silly humor to break them out of a cycle of despair or, or despondency or even depression. And coming to an event like this, you immediately are uplifted simply because of the, sp- the space and the place that it is, but also the food is uplifting, the cleanliness of everything, the uh, the opportunity to, to, to help move the body, even if you are in a state of re- relative immobility. Being in an environment like this, you'll find that miracles can occur. And it isn't that, as you know, and I know, chemotherapy is not a cure it's a poison that can actually cause cancer. We even talked about another cancer therapy last hour briefly, kind of immunotherapy that then I found it's, it's also causing cancer. It's like, how do we break free of this idea that we have to always kill to survive? It's an interesting thought, isn't it? It's like a warfare mentality. Uh, and granted, I'm a, I'm a guy who believes in the right to self-defense. I think that's an inherent right you're born with. And that's why in America, we have something called the Second Amendment. Uh, it isn't about hunting per se, but the idea that we always have to be in, in a, in a battle mode, it weakens us over time. You know, even the soldier has to come back and recover, you know, lick the wounds and heal before he could go back out on the battlefield. And so there's a time for that. And there's also a time for regeneration and healing growth and healing as Bruce Lipton talked about versus uh, degeneration or being in fight or flight chronically and constantly. And, and my son, who's now 23 said the first thing he, he learned from being here. And this was just this morning. We barely are here. He's like, dad, I'm going to, I'm going to breathe deeper. You know, you get caught up in the, the shallow breath of the anxiety of, of always having to be somewhere and do something and, and just remembering to breathe deeply. And it's not that you have to come to an event like this to learn to deep, breathe deeply, but boy, it helps. <laughs> I'll just say that. Getting out of your uh, your routine is a great thing. So if you guys have questions or comments, we got the Robert Scott Bell Show uh, ch- chat room live at robertscottbell.com. Also, some of you are commenting on Facebook that are watching there or other things. I don't know what's going on in Rumble today, Super Don. You'll have to let me know. Uh, good morning, Tia. Hi, Tia. Uh, a lot of your friends. Tim uh, Tim is here from Atlanta. Tim Ray is here as well uh, this weekend, along with uh, Dr. Brian Artis and his wife. And uh, we've got Ed Group and his wife, got Jonathan Otto and his wife and, and 
you know, me and my kids and some others. So we'll hopefully, and Janice Schmidt is here as well. Uh, the four, the four docs. Only the thing we miss is Dr. Henry Ely. He doesn't travel so much and I understand why I get it. So if you have, uh, if you have some questions or comments, drop them in. We do have a question of the day for later related to something my wife's gone through for the last 12 plus years. And so I'll endeavor to answer that best of my ability. In the meantime, Super Don, bring out your microphone and your lovely mug as well as we talk. And I've got my mug here, which is not, not so, it's just a plain mug, but it's got some lovely tea in it. I got my mug too. It's kind of cold, but oh, it's my, my usual coffee with a little bit of cinnamon in the oh. grounds to give it a little bit of foo-foo uh, energy foo-foo. there. Yes. Foo-foo energy. That's great. <laughs> and what did, what did um, my, what did my son say this was this fruit I ate? I forgot mountain something or other. Do you remember the name of this? Uh, Rocky mountain oysters. No, it wasn't no? a Rocky mountain oyster. Oh. Anyway, it was good. I think I'm going to have another one while I'm on the air. Oh, you know, speak, speaking of, speaking of that, you know, I made, I made a joke about hallucinations. Yes. And he said, that's later. Gooseberry. Gooseberry. Thank you. Yeah, gooseberry. So <clears throat> let me let me ask you a very pointed question. Because I noticed when I was looking at the uh, at the retreat and all yeah. the things, I mean they, they have an amazing website. Uh hope.com. Check it out. One of the one of the things that they offer as as a a, uh, a feature there is is ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're gonna try it while you're there? I'm not inclined to do so personally. Okay. And I, I'm I've not, always been not, intrigued by that because I was yeah. just like, people rave about that. And this is not a judgment on people that do this. All right. right Let me just say right. it this way. Um, and I think, you know, the medicinal mushrooms that some are hallucinogenic can be quite life altering, hopefully in a positive way. I would say, you know, please consider utilizing some guidance, a shamanic guide or something like that. It's just like any time you're walking in a new city. You know, I don't know Medellin. I don't know the good parts and the bad parts. Every city has them. You know, mm-hmm. I would find a guide. And so in that way, if you're if you're wanting to do these things other than micro dosing, which doesn't you know cause many complications, really not a risk. But you, you could get lost in these places and spaces, chemical induction, even though it's a natural chemical. We're not talking about synthetic sure. LSD or anything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm personally uh, my bias is to not utilize substances to engage in what we call spiritual experiences. But it isn't, again, it isn't a judgment for anybody that utilizes it because for some it can be a a, a godsend for them to break free or break through something that they couldn't do. But I think it can also be a crutch that you rely on the the chemical alteration to achieve these ecstatic or spiritual type experiences. And so for me personally, I'd like to be able to achieve them without that. And, and, and I say, I, I, people have all different perspectives on this. So m- maybe not for me, but I don't mind microdosing things. I'm right. just, uh, uh, I'm a little concerned about doing an intense trip, even though, again, it could be guided. It could be helpful in some ways. I don't know what you guys think out there, but uh, there's a lot of different viewpoints. Well, we've that. got Kim making a comment here saying that you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. And you want to know your, your source. It can be mm-hmm. dangerous. I think you probably wouldn't have to worry about that so Not much here, with where you're at. Um, but I mean, you're right. I, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, once, once you take something like that, mm-hmm. you're there. 
And so, you know, it's not a, oh, wait a minute, I don't want to do this now type thing. No, it's a commitment, right? You got to ride it out. So it is, it is something that, you know, you've got to be sure Mm -hmm. that you're prepared for. And I like the idea of a guide. I mean, that's something that, that people, that's, that's, that's like general advice. Anytime that you use anything like that, you're going to want somebody that that is knows what is going on. that can help you through it in case you end up having a bad experience, but right. um, Yeah. And there are a lot of uh, different ceremonies here that, you know, are around utilizing the substances of creation. Uh, They're not all hallucinogenic, but the point is, you know, we've lost sight of that in our culture, you know, American culture. It's very new relative to ancient cultures that are thousands of years of history. So it it gives an opportunity, affords an opportunity to create new things. But at the same time, there's some beauty and value in these ancient traditions, even as Anna was on with us last hour talking about her grandmother and grandfather, different that that, this kind of Wim Hof technique of, you know, going into the cold plunge. This is not new but it's become the latest fad. Now you have to spend thousands of dollars on a cold plunge. Well, you know, you know, there are various ways to experience that. And I have to say, I mean, look, I don't like getting cold, but I did it and I'm, I feel stronger for it. Uh, after doing a three triple plunge today, uh, in addition to other things. And, you know, I've come into this, this, this week exhausted because the night before the trip, you know, I didn't sleep much at all. Cause I'd never do when I have those super early flights, which we did to get cross country and all the way down to South America. So it was like 12 hours of flying during the day and getting here at night and then only getting a few hours of sleep if that, but I'm feeling good. I could, I could take a nap. I could do a siesta this afternoon. I'd be fine with that, but we'll see what happens. But it, you know, I'm just what in, in awe of the kids that they really want. I understand why they wanted to come. Obviously it changes scenery. Get they out look very excited. They're, they're having they're a good time. Excited. Yeah. But I really appreciate the fact that they're wanting to engage in these things here, the opportunities to try things and to do things. Do you have some appointments already? Did you check on that? Oh, okay. It's in my, uh, um, Oh, it's right here. Come here. Yeah. Hold on. My daughter needs something right now. Stand by. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me give you the passporte. There's mine and yours. Do they need mine too? Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead and take that. Thank you. Sell it on the black market. No. Hey. All right. So, but yeah, the, 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 these kids of mine are wanting to engage. Now, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, you're like, you know, they're kids, they're your kids, right? right. And, and they're going to indulge and do, do these things and, and learn and, and grow as well. And um, I'm thrilled that, that this opportunity for them, especially, uh, you know, I'm old, right? Let them have some fun, but uh, I'm working here. <laughs> yeah, you have fun. Mind. You have fun watching them have fun, right? I, I do. I do. Yeah. And, and uh, look, I love the work and the fact that um, this, the team here at Mountains of Hope has created this space where I could actually tap into their own, uh, you know, microphones and everything. It's made this just a beautiful, less stressful experience for me because I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do a show every day. I can do a show. Uh, we've been doing this for years. We're going to I'm going to enter my 25th year of broadcasting in the calendar new year of 2024. But 24 years in. I'm not tired of doing this, Super D. I hope you're not tired of doing it because there's a lot more exciting things to come. And I'm just happy that we can be a conduit for them. Yeah, I mean, it's just what we do, right? It's not even a thing where you'd be like, oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. It's just, it's, it's what we do. And so it's, it's um, yeah, you know, if I don't, if I don't do it, I, I feel weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what, something, so, something, something's wrong with our day. Yeah, you know, this is not right. 
Um, and you do extraordinary things there, not only behind the scenes, but when you open up the microphone and chat with me. And I'm leaning on you a little bit today because of the travel trip to get here and, uh, you know, not being sure. able to review things today. But I appreciate yeah. that. And and the chaos of my kids coming in or whoever's joining us. Brian oh, whatever. 30 seconds did a drive by. Yeah. Um, oh, hi, Lindsay. My friend all the way back from high school is watching. Yes, Lindsay Stewart. Down. Yes, my friend. She's uh, going way back. Back to my photography days in uh, high school. No, it was college then. But anyway, there's a lot of cool people out there uh, taking part and in indulging or toe dipping into the Robert Scott Bell show from time to time. We are in Colombia, Medellin in the mountains, uh, overlooking Medellin. It's a beautiful place in the Andes. It's, it's Can you see the mountains from where you are right now? I can look out and see the hill with a lot of the fruit trees on it right okay. now. Okay. Um, but uh, it's, it's winter here because it's technically it's equatorial. So it's never really winter, but they have like the rainy season, but it's just beautiful. The sun is shining now. And I was out there in it. It didn't feel equatorial in the, in the early morning cause we're at elevation. So it's like, it would go down to the fifties. So it feels really comfortable. And then it, you know, cools into or heats up into the seventies. It's not, let's see here. Yet. Currently in Medellin, Colombia, yeah. it's 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. We've got a a four percent chance of precipitation. Uh, Humidity is at forty nine percent, with a a nice uh, a light wind at six miles per hour. Thank you, weatherman. Don. There you go. Uh, actually, yeah, I think about that weather uh, humidity at the equator of forty nine percent. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Looks like you guys are going to get some precipitation on Thursday. Yeah, but it's going to be eighty degrees. Mm. That'll be a, like a humid uh, rain rain experience there. So, there you go. So we have an article here about the so-called weight loss drugs that were not supposed to be weight loss drugs, but was a side effect. And then they're really, really focusing on off-label use here. We'll go via Ozempic. And uh, there are a lot of people that have had devastatingly horrible uh, consequences of relying on these drugs. And I know others are like, wow, man, I never could lose weight. Now I can. Uh, but one of the ways you can lose weight, stop eating. Well, you fast. can only do that for so long, though. Yeah, you can fast for a lot longer than you think, especially <laughs> when you do, you know, things like juice fast, for instance, where you're not just starving yourself of nutrients, but caloric intake is reduced or restricted there. Your body goes into ketosis and other things. You start burning up. The, and, and, you know, if you do that along with uh, detoxification protocols, whether you're at a retreat like this, simply by drinking, you know, green, super green juices, being away from the ability to just grab whatever processed food in the cabinet that you have access to, that can be a way that if you think about how many thousands of dollars are spent on weight loss, spend those, if, if, if it costs that, I don't know, but go to a place like this and just live in a, in a beautiful environment and eat cleanly and have different therapies, including they do detox protocols here with their various herbs and homeopathics. Uh, they probably do colon hydrotherapy, which Superdon would be so, so excited about. Uh, but these are the things that can actually result in a lifelong shift that Wagovi cannot do, or even stapling your stomach could not do. Um, those things end up with devastating consequences or so-called side effects that are direct effects that are not marketable. And so there are ways to do that. And, you know, so I said, well, it's easier than said than done. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that things are easy. No one promised us li life would be easy. Choices I made were for some be horribly not easy. And maybe they weren't easy to begin with, but they become part of your life, your everyday life. And then you're like looking around going, oh, this wasn't so hard after all. The initial phase or change is, but there are ways to address weight loss. Now, what is it about this article about Wagovi and Ozempic? Uh, let's see. They're showering tons of money on obesity doctors. So clearly 
they're making so much that they can throw money at these doctors that are dealing in weight loss clinics or other things to go, hey, prescribe our stuff and uh, make even more money. And it is not, even though it's profitable, it's not profitable to the soul, to spirit. It's, you know, denigrating to the value that you have in this body that you would just poison it because you've given up on other ways to do it. Now, this is not me yelling at anybody who's uh, obese and wants to lose weight, but this is about giving an opportunity for something outside of the medical, medical monopoly to work, right? When people say I've tried everything and then you start throwing out the things that they haven't tried. Well, I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that. These are all the holistic things that are not approved of by government yet. They are time tested time immemorial to do things cleanly to, to, you know, uh, it's not instant quick fix like a Wagovi drug, for instance, but it doesn't come with side effects. It comes with side benefits. Especially for Novo Nordisk. <laughs> right. <laughs> the maker of Ozempic and Wagovi. And, the, you know, the thing in this article that they're pointing out is how, uh, listen, the pharmaceutical industry giving doctors and, and stuff like that uh, kickbacks and and money in order to uh gain their their favor um and and you know have them biased towards uh you know what kind of treatments they would give somebody uh you know if they were quote overweight mm-hmm. that's been going on forever we i mean we if if that wasn't going on there i don't know what we would have talked about for the last 18 years i've been doing this with you mm-hmm. because it's yeah. it's just a thing right but so in this article they did a report and they found that uh novo nordisk uh, has gone out and basically bought the majority of the obesity specialists, the doctors in the country. Really? And dropped they money on them. Do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how it works, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So it's that's just something that they're pointing out. There's another article, though, um, that uh, is is in the, in the show notes there that mm-hmm. talks about uh, the complications and the side effects of the drug itself. And we've been talking about this and highlighting this because I, from the moment that I first saw this come out on on the the scene here, mm-hmm. um, I was just like, oh, man, here we go. This is the next blockbuster. They're going to make a gazillion dollars on this, and mm-hmm. they're going to try bury uh, all of the bad press on this thing, right? And I, I don't know. It, it, apparently, they seem – so far, it's been successful because I, I haven't seen anybody in, like, Congress – you know, it's like, where is, uh, where's, uh, who's the guy that, that was always doing Dick Durbin. the, well, Dick, Dick Durbin, Durbin was the guy that was always in favor of stuff, but right. I'm talking about the guy that was always against it. That was calling out the FDA and calling out the drug companies. I can't remember the congressman's name, but he, he was the guy that was always like pointing out, you know, what was going on, but I haven't seen any outrage yet, uh, on the side effects yeah. and on Yahoo, they, they did this article about the, the side effects here and they pointed out things like this, this you know, the, the stomach paralysis. Mm-hmm. They call it uh, gastroparesis, I think. Yeah, gastroparesis, stopping the, or slowing the movement of food from right. the stomach to the small intestine. Right. So, you know, people, they're, they're having all these issues because the food isn't digesting the way it's, it's you know, it's supposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah. You know, the gastrointestinal stuff. Um, the, the, we've, we've talked about the ozempic burps. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the food is not digesting. And so they're burping up these sulfur rotten egg things, you know, having mm-hmm. this up severe vomiting and stomach pain, suicidal thoughts, even suicide, yeah. suicidal thoughts on this thing here, pancreatitis. And we've we've highlighted other things where people, you know, they're having hair loss. 
and 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 can't control their teeth, bowels teeth, and stuff. teeth are falling out. teeth falling out. So yeah. what I you know my question is at what point uh, does the money not have enough influence here mm-hmm. to keep uh, burying this stuff? As the FDA goes after homeopathy for no reason. Yes. They, oh, and by the way, on that homeopathy story, yeah. Here, here's the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. The FDA apparently they've sent out these letters to these. There's a couple of companies in particular that, that are highlighted in the article uh, about their eye drops, these homeopathic eye drops, mm-hmm. and, and the FDA's concern here is I should find it real quick so I can read it verbatim because I think I think you'll laugh. Okay. Uh, either that or you'll be angry. By the uh, way, or, as you go, as you find that the Similison eye drops we've used in our family for years, my kids have, my wife still uses them. They've been a godsend, a homeopathic uh, complex eye, eye drop. And these are things being targeted by the FDA. Why? Has there been complaints? Has there been injuries? Has there been anything like Ozempic in the homeopathic realm happening? No. So what's going on here? You find that. Uh, all right. So here, here, here it is here. The letters, it was, uh, let's see here, the, uh, well-known companies like Boyron, Boron. Boyron, and Similison. Yes. As well as some uh, retailers like Walgreens and CVS, they received these warning letters from the FDA. Now, here, here's the, here's the punchline. The letters cite concerns about the route of administration of these products, claiming that they pose a greater risk to bypassing some of the body's natural defenses. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Now, they did not say they, that. They, they did. did not say that. They did well, say that. This is Why the FDA is that, that will approve a vaccine to inject, yes. which bypasses the body's natural defenses, but they're worried about a homeopathic eye drop, right? Because oh my goodness, it might do, it might hurt you. The the FDA is not looking out for you. The FDA is looking out for the drug companies, the industry that has a monopoly. And this is where I started the show today. I believe it was just coming through me to talk once again about our state of consciousness and there should be a medicine that reflects that in freedom not in monopoly but they deny your freedom to utilize that which suits you that which you are drawn to because they proclaim that it could be dangerous yet the same thing that they overlook when it comes to the drugs when it comes to something natural they're like you know oh my gosh they could exaggerate the claims that are not happening uh, the events that are not happening and that which is happening among the drugs eh, or the vaccines, as you point out, they're afraid you're bypassing. It's like, are you kidding me? That's what vaccination is all about. Uh, so, folks, if you've had a struggle your whole life with weight issues, look at the quality of food you're putting in your body. Look at the heavy metal uh, exposure you've had. Look at the injections you've had shots. Look at the antibiotics you've been on. All of these things destroy your body's ability to assimilate nutrients that cause you to be hungry all of the time, to eat, 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 because you don't have the minerals present for normal metabolic optimal functioning. And I'm not here yelling at you if you went down the staple route or the Wagovi route, but I'm just asking you to consider a longer term reality that those things can be more detrimental than you can imagine, even if you have a temporary, hey, I like the way I look uh, for the moment. The risk is is far greater than the FDA is willing to acknowledge. And and to your point, they make all this money, then they get sued, and they've made billions, and they'll have to pay millions in fines. It's a great business model. Not if you're a good person, though, if you believe in care, caring and, and healing people. So uh, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, Lori talking about blood transfusions. 
where you are there you are lori danger of blood transfusions now yeah the blood could be contaminated but of course it's a risk anytime you take somebody else's blood and put it into yours uh, there are people that have religious objections to doing that as well uh, i would say the you know going back to quinton q u i n t o n uh the french uh scientist he found out that you could use isotonic solutions of seawater, clean seawater, and replace the blood plasma safely without having to resort to blood from another human. Just as an, another example, as options. Good luck on finding promote. somebody that'll do that, though. Right, exactly. You can only find that for oral consumption, and even that they try to make not available. Uh, so, oh, my gosh. All right, well, let's see what else we got. We'll go v, we got complications. We covered that. Uh, medical freedom. Hey, is there anything going on in Rumble I should know about? Because I, I never can check Rumble. No, we got we got some people watching, but we haven't got people nothing going on, on this early normally. So nothing happening not. in the chat room. Gosh, if I was back home, it'd be seven, six in the morning. I mean, yeah, six, seven in the morning. It, that's ridiculous, Super Don. But it's you're doing it. You're doing great. Eh, whatever. <laughs> we we do what we have to do i guess i don't know how i've adapted hey nutritional frontiers is always running specials uh there are a number of things that they do have on sale and you can always use the rsb 15 code to double dip uh we have the uh, dmg lozenges we're traveling with we don't know if we're exposed to things like uh, glyphosate hopefully they don't use as much here i don't anticipate not here on the on the grounds where we are at mountains of hope uh, but that's one of the things I utilize every day. Of course, I, I have their hemp CBD certified organic as well. And um, the super creatine when I'm working out, dude, that's put on serious muscle for me, muscle mass that I've been wanting uh, and just great products. Nutritionalfrontiers.com and use the code RSB15 to get 15% off when you go there to get that. Also, the Trinity School of Natural Health, our virtual expo, the Health Freedom Expo virtual happening February, I believe, 18th and 19th. Uh, coming up in February. Before that, we do have the uh, uh, Tracy Schlepsevich has a uh, we have an autism summit, autism health summit, and that's live and in person in San Antonio, Texas, February 2nd and 3rd. We've got another event in Atlanta, two events in Atlanta. The Warners are hosting an event uh, in March, uh, mid-March, and then after that, early March and then mid-March, we have Tia Severino is hosting me again and everybody else that's coming. It's going to be awesome. Uh, next Steps uh, third annual next-steps.info. So check out the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com to see where we're going. And there are more events that are going to be added as we confirm them. Um, Super D, I forgot. Did you find out if we've committed to a Saturday in December for our next AMA? Ask me anything. December 30th. Oh, so we're going to we're gonna go out 2023 with a great Zoom Ask Me Anything. Kaboom. A, yep. Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Correct. Uh, so if you'd like to be part of our Patreon uh, support, and we're grateful for it, uh, we need all the help we can because there are all kinds of things that we have to do behind the scenes to keep this thing going and flowing. Uh, please, uh, please take advantage of that. And also Superdon is made available and is making available the homeopathic hits video segments, the five minute or so segments uh, through our Patreon uh, support group. And you can get the PDFs for free download in the show notes or a special place on the website without being a patron. But the videos right now, it's take a lot of time and energy and effort. So we're making that available for those that want that by becoming a patron supporter. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Huh. Did you like the way I was able to slide in homeopathic opium since we're in the Andes Mountains? Uh, yeah, that was yeah. great. That was a great segue yeah. there. And it was appropriate. It was very but appropriate. But just a reminder, 
yeah. you know, we, we, we investigated this uh, a couple of weeks ago when you first started talking about this, because when you said you were going to Medellin, Colombia, you know, I'm thinking Pablo Escobar and, you know, ransom kidnappings and, you know, gunfire in the streets and stuff. But apparently that's a thing of the past. There's they like they, that, they yeah. say that the, the crime rate has dropped dramatically since then uh, to the point that there are places here in the United States that are more dangerous than Medellin, Colombia, which, which definitely is- it's a beautiful, beautiful city. In fact, uh, Laban and Anna have been here for a month and they said they've just been enjoying it. They almost, they don't want to leave. Uh, so I, I'm, you know, we're going to go out and see the city one of the days, do a walking tour and things. We'll we'll report on that, and I'll get you some more pictures. Did, did Superdon? Did my son get you some pictures that you can? The use? pictures didn't attach. They didn't attach. Okay, yeah. so we'll be looking to get more of those as as we'll uh, the week progresses, and you'll see how gorgeous this place is. Why you'd want to be here, or if you want to send somebody here, you want to give a gift of healing, mountains of hope. So out, outside of it being gorgeous, mm-hmm. and um having a extremely cold plunge pool yes um what else what else uh, have you so far discovered about the place that uh you're very impressed with you're intrigued by well the 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 therapies that they're offering here you know from uh energetic body work massage therapy as well as uh they, they have a colon hydrotherapy as well they have a medical doctor that comes in on staff for those that want you know medical assessment you would you know for instance if you're coming from the states you would get some blood work done in the states which is very cheap to do just order the test so that by the time you get here they're ready for you they know exactly what to do they have even iv uh therapies uh, as well, not chemo. We're talking, you know, vitamin type stuff or, or detox uh, promoting chelation stuff. So there, you know, every which way you want to go, you've got some coverage. They even have a psychologist available to talk. Uh, and, you know, that is, you know, people carry secrets, as they say, and those secrets can lead to shame and, and, and you know, depression and all these things. And to have, you know, just to unburden yourself is is a gift as well. Now, you know, these things can be done everywhere, but imagine coming to a retreat where you can just let it all hap- happen and let it all hang out, so to speak, so that you can really achieve extraordinary healing in a short period of time, one week, two weeks, something like that. Um, these are life-changing opportunities. So I, I'm hearing about them. I haven't indulged in them. Of course, I did the various, the infrared, that they had the, the steam sauna, they had the, the dry sauna, uh, the infrared as well. And then we did the uh, plunge pool, which was the cold pool. And they have a, a large, more of a hot tub kind of thing, uh, warm therapy, and they have a lap pool which is a salt pool, which I did some laps in this morning as well, made feel really good. And they have a complete uh, workout room, yoga room. So if you want to do fitness things, uh, they do yoga, different fitness classes as well. And again, these are the things I'm learning about. Haven't gotten to try a lot of it yet, but uh, very excited to indulge and share with you my experiences. A lot of people really swear by, by the benefits of yoga. Is that something you've tried before? Not much. I mean, yeah. uh, this was uh, Tim James was leading us into something he called yin yoga, like yin and yang, guess, mm. yin yoga. And I enjoyed it. I mean, it was really good stretching. And, and I already could see flexibility, like there's tightness. And as you move and hold these poses, and I think we did it for about a, a 45 minutes or so. Uh, and even Brian Artist was there. And Brian is not flexible. And he did it. <laughs> he did great. So uh, really? Yeah. 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 So it huh. was good. It was really good. And so there are various things. Some people are into the hot yoga and different things, but it's, it's, you know, for those that are worried, cause some people are very uh, are religious about it. They think you're going to be converted to become a yogi something. No, it's just, you know, utilizing posture and movement 
in a way. And if you don't like the language, what can I say? But uh, nobody was converting anybody to anything, but people were stretching beautifully. And, yeah, there and are some people that believe it's like satanic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're, look, we could get into those talks as well. No, we don't, don't need to. It's okay. Stuff, but yeah. It's all right. We don't need to. So yeah. what did you have for breakfast at this retreat? Uh, I had So far, I've had a green juice. And uh, then right before I went on the air, I just went over to, to check out whatever I had, some tea or whatever. The, um, they had some kind of hummus with beets. It was like a red hummus. It was beautiful. I put it on, I think the last piece, I, I was the last one there. So I got a little piece of, uh, I guess it was gluten-free something. But anyway, it was, it was yummy. I'm not eating much, but I didn't expect that I would. But I haven't had time to yet today. So, but they're going to have all organic food and, and it'll be beautiful. But again, when you come here, the design is to help your body detox. It's focused there to give yourself the things that support detox. So you don't have an all you can eat buffet at, uh, it's not like a cruise ship. No, <laughs> that I'm aware of. Okay. But, for, but so for those of you that are just, you, you don't have any many health crises, you're just, you want to lose some weight. That could be a motivating factor. Just come here and eat clean food and, do these things you're just gonna it's gonna naturally start coming off and you're gonna feel better and you may uncover some things that would be problematic for your future you, you didn't know and so that you know how valuable is that that's huge so uh, that's another thing see kim says yoga pilates open up your oxygen and blood flow yeah absolutely a big part of it is breathing what is pilates uh, so. anyway i think it's a stretching calisthenics if they use is that it? word anymore yeah, yeah. okay I know that was very trendy. Everybody mm -hmm. was doing Pilates there at one point. Yeah. Pilates studio. I'm not that trendy, but I'll try it. You know, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. You know. So, all right. What, what else we got? Uh, oh, medical freedom activists. That, that'd be uh, sort of. I mean, I'm not a medical freedom. I'm a, more of a health freedom guy, right? Advocate. Ad advocates. Okay. Not ad activists, ad advocates. I think you're more well, of an advocate than an activist. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Personally. Well, there's an article here uh, that you have linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And it goes into the concern that, you know, the mainstreamers, if you will, the medical monopolists have, because they're now taking aim. They call it a new target. I don't call it a new target. I've been taught, taking aim at this for all as long as I've been in radio. Childhood vaccine mandates. Why would that be a problem to target that for elimination? It isn't that they're, as far as I know, trying to eliminate vaccines, although you could argue that that might be a good thing to do. But the mandates simply saying, you know what, here we have this product available to you. If you want it, avail yourself of it. If you don't, no problem. But that's not the way they play it. They want you to get it no matter what. They want to eliminate any and all exemption options. And this is, you know, the whole thing about like West Virginia or Mississippi now providing for uh, a religious option to, to opt out of vaccines. Like how dare they, they can't imagine or fathom that you would be allowed to say no in any way. And I think just simply you have no reason other than you don't want one. You don't like needles. That should be enough. Shouldn't have to be a religious philosophical <laughs> or, you know, medical reason. You just don't want it. I mean, everything else in life, they say that's perfectly reasonable to not do it if you don't want to. Right. But in this case, they're like, oh, no, no, we're going to lock you in. And how dare you medical freedom activists uh, take aim at, at, you know, every state like California, New York uh, prohibited people from saying no to these things, kids especially. Uh, I just find it, if you can call it outrageous that there are people 
that love to force other people to do what they want them to do. I just, man, I'm so over that. Like, aren't you super D? I'm like, how often do you just love telling people what to do? I mean, just make sure that they do it or else punish them. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even fun when we were parents having to do that with our kids. We really want to do that as adults to other adults. Or when we were kids uh, and our parents were. Yeah. <clears throat> well, of course, we you know, it, it. if you think about it, um, there's a lot more today in our society and in our lives. Uh, a lot more of uh, examples of things that we conform to. And that we do because we're told to than we were when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a gradual thing that happens over time where, uh, government, you know, they grab a little bit more and they grab a little bit more and a little bit more and they do it in a slow way and they package it in ways where it doesn't seem like it's a big deal where eventually, you know, uh, they, they're basically able to tell you everything and they try to tell you everything you can and can't do. And this is a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this show. Um, so I, I don't think there's really a problem with being a medical freedom activist. Active. Yeah. Uh, because they're, you know, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to take it all away from you. They want, they want to be in control of everything that you eat, that you drink, yeah. that you, you put in your body or you don't put in your body. Well, we need rebellion against that. Do you know that, according to this article, no major religions, including Roman Catholicism, yeah, which strongly opposes abortion, have right. objected to vaccination? So, you know, here's the thing about collectivism in terms of religion. How many times have I had to say this? You could be a, a member of a particular faith and you think everybody in that faith believes exactly like you do. Sorry. That's you're going to find out the hard way if you one day that there are a wide variety of beliefs in the faith that you are part of. This is not me criticizing any particular faith. It's just an acknowledgement that we all experience, uh, you know, God's wisdom uniquely in our own way, whether we participate in, in a 501c3 church, synagogue, mosque, temple or otherwise. And that if you do for a lot of good reasons, you know, a member of a church and you go regularly, uh, it doesn't mean everybody there agrees with you, you know, what politically or anything, even from a dogmatic view on religion, because there are people in the, you know, that consider themselves Catholics that don't vaccinate their kids. And there are others that do. And it's like, wait, what about the abortion issue? It's, so the, yeah, go ahead. It's, it's a, it's a very complicated issue. Um, the government is trying to make it very simplistic Mm -hmm. when it's not a simplistic issue, especially now. And I don't know about you, but I, I've noticed over time, because, you know, listen, when we were growing up, religion was a, a much more black and white kind of, of, of thing. You know, it's like you go to this church, you are religious. This is what you believe because this is what it says in the book that they have that they give you, you know, or the, the, the piece of paper, you know, that it lists all the things that you can and can't do and all that kind of stuff. Um, over time, it seems like society has gravitated away from that. And we've actually covered some stories recently about, about the, like the under thirties in this country that basically are just like, eh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, we're, you know, I, I'm not religious, but you know, I'm not going to, we're not going to, it's not going to be a topic of conversation. They don't want to, it's, it's, there's been a, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. It's like people just now, they aren't necessarily 
not spiritual or it's not that they don't believe in a higher power or God or something like that, but they seem to be getting away from the dogmatic part of, of religion and the yeah. label that goes along with that, whether you are a this or you are a that. And now they're just, it's like they have feelings and opinions in, in the, of their own mm-hmm. that uh, they are then going and saying, listen, I have a religious issue uh, spiritual issue, however you want to describe it, with vaccines, yeah. and well, so the government wants to go. Well, well, show me where in the in the handbook yeah. of your religion does it show? And people are just like, I don't have a handbook, and why should I have to have a handbook? No, and you don't need to justify your belief. That's the point. We've we've kind of su- subjugated ourselves inadvertently, and I think deceptively they've they've tricked us to believing that we have to ask for permission to opt out of something that is, I believe, a heinous criminal act to inject people not only with aborted fetal cell lines, but a you know, number of nasty things you wouldn't put in a baby's bottle. They want to inject right. in you, bypassing right. many layers of, yeah, just like the FDA acknowledged, except only when homeopathy is involved, that they're, they're concerned about it. Um, but I, th- I find it interesting that the guy, and I, I think this is, it's kind of a, I, I think that the government, uh, local, federal, I think mm-hmm. they, they're kind of worried about this situation because they can't really control it. Because if, if you go and you look at, you know, what this, this country is founded on mm-hmm. religious freedom. Right. I mean, ultimately that's, that's kind of what, what sent the people from England to, to, to here was religious freedom. Right. Uh, and it's one of the core principles of this country, the freedom of religion. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think where things get lost is what is the definition of religion for the longest time? It seems like religion was you are one of these 27 things on this list and you have to pick, pick one of them that you're a member of. Uh, and that is religion. And I think over time that's evolved to now where you have judges and, and experts and things that, that look at that situation now and they go, yeah, you know, that's really not what it means. It doesn't mean that you have to have one of those labels, if right. you have a spiritual or religious belief in God or whatever it is, and that's you personally, that's your belief. That's your right. You know, Listen to the, the, I don't know, Super D, if you watched all the way through. I know how busy you are, but I really want people to watch the Sunday conversation from last Sunday with uh, Reverend David Allen Carmichael. Three names. Awesome guy. Uh, and we even did a bonus round, which I don't normally do for Sunday, but there was so much that we were able to reveal. Uh, and, it, and it was about religious belief that I have and I, I share with him even though we've got a lot of different beliefs and a lot of other things, but that led me before I knew him to do what I do. And and, you you find these people that are in alignment with your belief and you go, well, let's, let's work together. And, you know, fundamentally, even if you don't believe as I believe you super D or anybody else out there, what we did by going after the state department for denying people of faith, you know, a religious accommodation on the passport issue Mm -hmm. is provide that anybody of faith, would be stronger in their ability to go to the government and go, listen, I don't believe in what you're doing here. This is violating my practice and whatever. And where there is reasonability, and there is certainly with what we talked about on, on uh, Sunday conversation, the government has to, according to the Constitution, make a, an accommodation for you. And so my, my focus on that is not just about what I believe, but it's about all people of faith and the various faiths out there having the freedom to say, no, I will not comply with that because it violates my faith. And that's something I think, is you know, our founders were wise to try and, you know, put into the Constitution, of course, but we never put medical freedom into it or health freedom into it. And so we're suffering, even though we shouldn't have to hyphenate it that way. All right. Uh, but the, the idea, of course, is, again, 
you, there are always going to be various faiths out there and within whatever faith you ascribe to, there are going to be various versions of that faith within your, the very building you're in worshiping once or twice or more a week. Uh, so defense of, of individual liberty, defense of, uh, you know, a conscience, freedom of conscience and thought and, and freedom of religion or spiritual beliefs, whether you're in a religion, quote unquote, defined or not. Right. Uh, well, and you, and you mentioned, you know, the yeah. building that you're in, you know, once or twice a week. Yeah. Well, do you have to go to a building? Like, could you come in here and join us? Oh my gosh. We got a surprise guest who I was going to interview. We'll, have to, we'll we, have to go into bonus time. But, well, um, yeah, but at least we can introduce him briefly and we'll do more this week uh, with him. But I'm excited about this. I just heard him speak for the first time earlier today. Squeeze in, get a little close and, and let's see if we're both in camera. This is Mike. Mike, your last name? Murphy. Mike Murphy. And this is the guy that has inspired so many to be here in addition to establishing this place, Mountains of Hope. And I wanted you guys to meet him. I, I was talking about him earlier, but as we're wrapping up the broadcast, almost done, but <laughs> to get you in for the few minutes uh, every day here, it's a beautiful place in this uh, place I'm broadcasting from. Thank you for that because my pleasure. it made it easy for me to continue reaching out to the world from wherever I am about the, the message of healing, which you brought with all your heart this morning as you were sharing the reason why you do this. So. Uh, this is the briefest of intro. We're going to do more <laughs> this week, but, okay. but I've told people that from what I heard is that you were helping people. You had, you, you've done well in business and were a philanthropist in trying to help people get well from cancer. Yes. And you actually donated to help people get the, the highest, the best therapy only to find out like many of us found out that the most expensive, best therapy is the most deadly. Unfortunately, cancer. that's correct. Yeah. What happened to me, frankly, is, um, my wife passed away at the age of 38 after a nine-year battle with breast cancer. And immediately after that, a friend asked me to help his sister-in-law, who was 38, had stage four breast cancer. And I started that. And through that led to the Love for Margot Foundation that I operated for four or five years, providing financial grants to women below the poverty line while they're battling cancer. The theory being is they don't have money to begin with. Now they have this terrible diagnosis. They can't work. Right. And they don't have any money. And so we would give them a thousand a month for five months. The theory being that would get them through treatment and back to work, but it only works about 10% of the time. Normally 90% sicker, sicker death. Yeah. And so after four or five years of that, I said, this isn't working. It's not sustainable. I'm going broke. And so um, <clears throat> I started buying water purifiers, juicing machines, vegetables, say, Hey, let's strengthen your immune system because they're destroying it. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can help that way. So now after a year of that, they think I'm their doctor. I'm a car salesman. I go, okay, this isn't sustainable. And so I go, okay, what can I do now? So I, I built this place. So we charge wealthy people to come here. We teach them how to heal themselves, whatever is going on, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. And we have a lot of profound techniques to do that. And our number one goal is to get them to move out of their head, where mm -hmm. most of us live now. And in yeah. the head, you're dead and move into this heart and then start opening again, Beautiful. which is very difficult. And so that's that's that led to Mounds of Hope. So we charge wealthy people and then we do pro bono retreats for these women for below the poverty line and also yeah. the military. I want to reach out to the military. Oh, man, that's beautiful that you're doing that. And I'm grateful that um, I'm here. I was invited again. Uh, you know, shout out to Laban and Anna and Dr. Artis, who said, you guys, you're crazy if you're not going to come here. And thank you. My kids are already just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enjoying it immensely. And uh, what a gift. And for all of you who need that healing gift, just open, be open to the gifts of healing that are yours by virtue of your very creation. Uh, and it's hard because, as you said, we're in our head and people have programmed us to believe that we're less than worthy. We're victims things, and right? we're actually powerful yeah. creators. Absolutely. All of you. So, Mike, I, I definitely want 
uh, do more with you this I week. Can't wait. You, so I'm on 10 a.m. Eastern time to noon each day while I'm here. I don't normally do a morning show, but that's when it fits in. And I'm grateful Super Don is waking up on the west coast at 6 a.m to get you know get ready to do this show with me each day while i'm here so thank you mike for all you're doing and i can't wait to explore more with you about what this is all about for those of you who want to try out mountains of hope mountainsofhope.com is where we are we got a bonus round coming up should we answer the question of the day about trigeminal neuralgia in the bonus yeah round? let's Super do that in the bonus round Okay, so we have a question uh, about something from Sherry that my wife has been suffering from 12 years. In fact, it's, you know, she still didn't feel up for traveling to this event. You know, I wanted her to come. Right. She's like, it's too much, too much. But maybe there'll be a day that that'll happen. And she's seeing me and the kids now. She's like, oh, maybe I should have. Right. But when you're ready, honey, um, this is a beautiful place. So we've got lots more to do this week. Morning, early show. So remind your friends if they want to join us live, you have questions or comments from all over the world. We're here in Colombia in the hills or the mountains of, outside of Medellin in the Andes. It's gorgeous. Organic food. My, my kids were out there picking food right from. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Loving it. So thank you all for being here. Stick around. The bonus round comes up next and then I'll find out what I'm going to do next. I don't even know. I just got here. It's amazing. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. God bless you all. The power to heal is yours. We're back on this bonus round. So, all right, Mike, we'll talk more. So that was a nice little bonus at the end there to get Mike Murphy on. I was hoping to do that. He didn't. He just strolled on by and we got him in here. So we'll talk with him more. We yes, we'll talk more this week about his journey and why we're here and what he's doing. But I already got a sense of it. Like I said, he's very heart-centered and uh, wants people to get well. And yes, there are people, believe it or not, Super Don, of means in this audience. I know we can, <laughs> we can perceive our world based on how we live, but there are people that are doing very well compared to some. And, and this is not in any way a judgment. It's just, hey, states of consciousness as well. And, 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 you know, you're out there. And many of them, some of them I know, a lot of them we don't. And this is a place that you can avail yourself up to learn how to help heal. You have the means to do so. And I believe charitably you could support others to be here. As he says, he's trying to help people that don't, don't have the ability to be here or those in the military to, to give a gift of healing like that is just extraordinary. Uh, so I, that's why I say don't limit our, our beliefs or thoughts based on our experience alone, because there are people that have broken through these limitations that we might still have super D and I'm just, you know, I have to remind myself of that as well. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. So we have a question of the day. If you guys have comments, Hey, Hey mom, hi mom, mom's out there. Listen, you have to rewind if you just joined late. Cause you saw Ariana, my, my daughter was on the show and Elijah snuck in real quick uh, with some things. So uh, we're having a great time here. Really, really wonderful time. So all right. See what else. Question, so, of question of the day. Okay. All right. This question of the day comes from Sherry. She says her sister is having a terrible time with trigeminal neuralgia. And you've heard Sherry's heard on the past that my wife has suffered from it. Could you please send me any info for help? Now, Sherry, this is, again, an extraordinarily dev devastating thing. And, and there may be a number of different causes. In my wife's case, it was uh, dental extractions gone bad, hor horribly awry that damaged the trigeminal nerve that is Apparently not recovered, but it has. And it's, it's like entrained itself even in the brain centers because it makes no sense as to why, uh, why she would still have this pain after all these years. Now, managing pain is one thing. And, and yes, holistically, there are some options. And even though we tried even the uh, har har horrible narcotics to get her 
to, to survive this thing. In the initial phase, when it was so devastating, um, she realized it wasn't touching the pain. It would only drive her into addiction and death. And she decided to live because of me and the kids, I think, because to live through that pain, it's called the suicide pain, uh, is, is not pleasant. Not everybody survives it. Uh, now, I will say from the standpoint of the, the largest leap from cannabis and then to Kratom helped to manage some of the pain, although the top end, it can be reduced a little bit. But remember, a lot of the pain is made worse through anxiety from the having the pain itself. So if you can reduce the anxiety to some degree, you can manage it and survive it, which he has for 12 years. And in the last uh, year, we've done some other things, including my friend, Dr. Kenneth Oliver from, I think, the Neuro Clinic. And you guys, if, if you want to avail yourself of a, uh, a neurologist who's a chiropractor as opposed to an allopathic drug doctor, yes, he knows everything the MDs know about neurology, but is holistic. And he's done some amazing work with my wife as well with certain technologies, including a, a kind of a, a magnetic brain kind of thing, not imaging, but a therapy that's also lifted her depression associated with pain and other things. And that also gives possibilities for healing along the way. Uh, but is it, you know, it's trying to assess cause. What is it that caused it? You know, was it an, an injury due to a surgical uh, event? Was it some kind of emotional trauma? Was it, dare I say, a past life occurrence reawakening or previous life occurrence reawakening in, in a manifestation in this way that hasn't been dealt with? There are any number of things that are not easy to address or assess. And that's part of what, you know, Mike was talking about, getting out of the head into the heart and realize there's you know a whole history here or it could be for those that don't believe in past lives and reincarnation a lineage through your own family's history karmic history playing itself out generations later again there are various ways to look at these things i'm not telling you how to look at it i'm just saying assess these things to to maybe address them in a way that doesn't involve drugging or more surgery if possible uh so uh chiropractic models um uh, acupuncture, acupressure, very a lot of different uh, energy uh, type healing, hands-on healing, whether it be considered Reiki or other faith healing, you know, prayer, all of that. Uh, I don't have one answer for you, Sherry, for your sister, because there's not been one answer for my wife, uh, but we've managed to learn things along the way and uh, get her out of the most severe of suffering to the point where she can uh, achieve, a, a, you know, say a more normal life. I would love her that she was feel up for being here, but being out of her environment, a controlled environment, it puts a lot of pressure on her. And, and that, you know, creates an ex exacerbation of that pain. Uh, so hopefully that's helpful to you. Um, you know, for some, it might be the cardio miracle, the circulation that, that performs that miracle of recovery. For some, it might be that and the folium that addresses another layer of, of heavy metals or other uh, ionizing radiation sources that are creating chronic inflammation and damage to the nerves. It could be uh, de deficiencies of things like silicon and copper, um, you know, or essential fats for that matter. There's so many factors involved. It's not a one size fits all with trigeminal neuralgia, unless you can pinpoint, like in my wife's case, we know what started it. Why it continues to this day is still somewhat of a mystery, but uh, some has some has been resolved. Others still still things to, to learn. And that's part of what we've we've journeyed through here. Uh, so thank you, Sherry, for your uh, question. And if your your sister wants to reach out and ask a question or if you want, I think it's the neuro clinic. Dr. Kenneth Oliver, I'd highly recommend a consult with him. Uh, he's been helpful in many, many ways and in a holistic way. So, oh, yeah. And Kim, yeah. Cell tower, smart meters, all of these electronic things. So we're just about to wrap up here. What's up, gorgeous girl? Yeah. We got any therapy sessions planned? 
I don't, they've got all kinds of things here. You got to take advantage of yoga an ice bath. Oh, good for you. I do. Need, okay. All right. Well, I've got to wrap it up here. Super Don. Any other questions, comments coming from anywhere as we wrap up the uh, bonus round? I don't think so. Okay. Doesn't look like it. So, right. uh, yeah, you go do you and, uh, We'll hear more about it tomorrow. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you so much for uh, waking up early this week, Super D. And remind everybody, we're doing early shows this week. Are you, are you going to rerun the thing at three for people that show up and go, where's the show? And then you can always delete the rerun on Rumble or whatever. Sounds like that's what you would like me to do. I'm just So therefore, people, yes, know, therefore, yes, right, it's not it. a big deal. I'll do it. All right. Well, thanks. God bless y'all. Thank you. We'll see you, God willing, less than 22 hours from now, early morning for many of you on the Robert Scott Bell Show, live from Mountains of Hope, mountainsofhope.com, robertscottbell.com. Please say thanks to all our wonderful sponsors and click those links, banners, and help support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty here two hours a day, five days a week live, whenever possible, and one additional hour of a Sunday conversation, and you know when, Sundays. God bless you. See you tomorrow. 